here we go. Welcome to the Nine Rap Fantasy Football Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back in to the Nine Route Fantasy Football Podcast. Pat and Scott, uh, we are going into week 15. We do have one more matchup tonight in week 14 yet to be played. It's the New England Patriots and the Arizona Cardinals. A uh, bunch of teams on the bye this week. The Bymageddon probably bit a lot of folks. Uh, I was able to wiggle out in my one league that kind of matters, I think. Um I'm, I'm hoping for the best in that league. Uh, Pat, did it did it crush your hopes and dreams anywhere? It did. Uh, it, I don't know if I mentioned this last week on the podcast or not, but I really only had one league where anything was uh, in doubt, and it wasn't even a really a playoff spot. It was just the buy. I needed to win or uh, the other person in my division who was a game behind me if they lost. I would remain the one seed and and or at least the the two seed at the very least. I think I think I would have been the one, but of course I am. Well, it's not over. I shouldn't say that. I still have. I guess by the time uh, anybody hears this, it will be over. But I need roughly sixty points from James Conner, who's your sit of the week. So that's not good. Hmm. And and Ramondre Stevenson. So if they can pull off uh, thirty each. I can come back and win, but I Stevenson find maybe, <laughs> but I don't know about <laughs> yeah. Connor. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be tough. So it looks like I'm. I it's funny because I actually had, I tweeted this out. It was either the number one or the number two seed every week for from basically from the very beginning of the season till week thirteen, and I'm gonna end up going into the playoffs as the four seed now, and uh, it just kind of sucked because you you're kind of banking on that by week for for a while and, and it definitely changes like i wasn't able because i didn't have anything locked up i wasn't able to go out and start grabbing defenses and stuff like that for the playoffs i wasn't able to you know make the, the roster adjustments that i wanted to make because i did have to worry about this weekend with six teams on by really difficult to you know like i can't drop i have christian watson on that in that league i have justin fields i can't drop those guys to pick up players that you know i might want moving into the playoffs so mm-hmm. i kind of had to sit and wait and now i'm going to be fishing out of the same pond as everybody else picking up players for the playoffs when <laughs> you know, i could have been doing it a week early so it's tough man that's yeah. you know we're, we're going to get into the injuries that affect that and the waiver wires and and even some uh some playoff streamers uh that we're, that we're going to look to give you folks so uh hopefully it helps you pat and uh, you know I'll, I'll see where i'm at like i said i have the one two leagues where i have a, i'm in the playoffs than the one and then the other one like i said it's that bigger 32 team league where tonight I'm up pretty big. So I would really need to make sure that Robbie Anderson does not go or Kendrick Bourne goes berserk. Uh, and, and I think I'm safe there. So I'll, I'll sneak in and win my division uh, on that level. Wow. That's nice. That's the first year you took over that team. You said, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was again, a, a quirky league where basically every team was set up, I guess in the beginning, a few years back, it looks like they were set up like the real NFL. So it's, you know, the, the North, South, East and what, you know, all the divisions, the teams, and it looks like the rosters in the beginning were, uh, and then they started to draft and trade and do what they had to do. So the, the roster I had was basically a lot of like the new Orleans saints team. Uh, so I am literally with Andy Dalton, at quarterback, uh, with James Winston as my backup. Uh, so they're out this week and my 
I basically that, and it happens to a lot of teams. You just don't mm-hmm. have a quarterback. So you just don't get points for that. So it, it is what it is. And then the defensive players go berserk and get 25s and 35s. One, one guy had like 75 points this year. Uh, it was a linebacker from the Jets who just had an amazing game and, and literally like crushed the other guy by almost 100 because of that. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. So I'll see how it goes. I think if I, if it looks like the way it is, I go against the commissioner who's got one of the best teams in the first round. Uh, so I don't expect to be around long unless things bounce my way. Uh, Who did the Saints got this week? I, I, I'm, uh, uh, we're looking at the Atlanta Falcons. So game. you can put some points up there. And they're playing for something in the bum fight yeah. that it, you know, <laughs> the South, uh, you know, where a four and nine team is just two games out of a playoff spot if they win their division. Uh, yeah, I, I've been kind of keeping an eye on that just because, you know, I, it would be neat to, to kind of see them run the table and it also helps me out in my fantasy, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the, the red rocket is going to have uh, enough left in the tank, but <laughs> red rocket. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, uh, folks, uh, again, we always appreciate you listening here. You can check us out at a, a lot of different ways. We have our website, www.the9routeffb.com. Uh, you can always drop us an email at the nine route ffb at gmail.com we are on twitter at the nine route one and i am at scott from velco uh again if you just want to drop us a line tell us we are the best the worst anything in between uh we'd love to hear from you and interact with the rest of the community so we do thank you for that pat you want to you want to dive right in and see what uh see what happened this week in news and injuries oh yeah i mean we can we can jump in and, and you know what, let's let's move through these fairly quickly because I do want to make sure that we have time to get to those playoff streamers. I think that's going to be important. Sure. And with these injuries, like you and I talked about before, it's Monday. So a lot of these guys are going to end up playing this week. So the in, we're reporting just to report so that, you know, our listeners understand and know that these players were injured, you know, whatever the case is. So time for the news. But before we get into the actual injuries, just a quick note. Uh, we do have our standard Thursday night game this week. That will be the 49ers and the Seahawks. And then remember, there is three games on Saturday this week. I guess no college football. So the NFL was like, yep, we'll take Saturday too. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's uh, the Colts Vikings on at 1 o'clock. The Ravens Browns, which would be a really good game at 4.30. And then the yeah. Dolphins, the nightcap, which is going to be, I believe, just one of the best games of the, of the year. Is a lot of, on that game, so... Remember to set your lineups accordingly. Get those players out of your flex. You want to save those flex spots for your your later Sunday, Sunday night, Monday night players. That way it gives you maximum flexibility. So just remember there are four games before the normal slate of games on Sunday this week. Uh, As far as injuries go, a couple quarterbacks went down. A lot of quarterbacks went down this week. Uh, Some stayed in the game. Some did not. Tyler Huntley and Kenny Pickett both left that Pittsburgh Baltimore game with concussions, neither returned to the game uh, with the way the concussion protocol is. We will have to wait and see until the end of the week to see if these guys clear that concussion protocol in order to play this upcoming week. And again, the Ravens remember play on Saturday, not Sunday. So Tyler Huntley has one less day to clear the concussion protocol to get back in, in time for the Browns game. Russell Wilson uh, was also knocked out of yesterday's action with a concussion. Some people might feel that he's had one all season with his level (laughs) of play uh, and a lot of crazy things that have gone on in Denver. But all kidding aside, uh, uh, yeah, it was a a hard hit. Saw the grass hanging out of the helmet. The 
deer in the headlights look. Uh, again, like you just said about the previous two fellows, that concussions are a whole different ball of wax. So remains to be seen if he clears protocol. If not, it would be Brett Rippon uh, as his backup to start. And one of my guys, Mike White, New York Jets, uh, got pretty beat up yesterday. Ribs injury, went to the hospital, it sounds like, afterwards. You know, uh, didn't nothing life-threatening or anything like that, but definitely probably a set of broken ribs, which means he's either going to play through it or it's going to be Joe Flacco or you might even see Zach Wilson. Uh, but we'll have to keep an eye on that as well as Russell Wilson throughout the week. I think I saw that Mike White, that the Jets are preparing as if Mike White is going to play. So uh, if it's a pain thing, I'm sure he's just going to suck it up and stick it out and and go, but because he's uh, Mike effing White, that's right. <laughs> he's got his own t shirt, yeah. No, it's uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, another quarterback injury Tom Brady had a minor hand injury, smacked it on a helmet during a throw in yesterday's game. Nothing really to worry about. He played through the injury, um, just a little bit of uh, ice and rest for, for Brady. Moving on to the running back position, uh, Mike Boone. Left the game with an ankle injury for the Denver Broncos. Mike Boone isn't really a fantasy option, so we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on that. Damian Pierce, however, is a fantasy option for most people. He left with an ankle injury as well, did not return. Uh, Again, he's going to be one of those guys that if you have been counting on Damian Pierce, you've probably been let down recently. But uh, also you're going to need to at least monitor the situation and see if there's somebody that you're going to want to pick up in order to replace him. I wouldn't suggest picking up any running backs on the Houston Texans. I just I, I don't really think anybody has the, the talent that Pierce does, and it's just not a high-powered offense. So I uh, would be looking elsewhere if Pierce does not play this week. Uh, another running back looks like the last one we're going to talk about for today. Thank goodness. Uh, Jeff Wilson got him on a couple of my teams traded from San Francisco or, I mean, he has had very good success, obviously with that coaching staff, knowing his pedigree, uh, picked up a little bit of a hip injury. I actually was on my way home from work and I heard, uh, heard them talking about it, that he limped to the sidelines, did not return. Uh, it's one of those day to day and, you know, we'll be questionable and keep an eye throughout the week. And again, that's a Saturday start. So that could come sooner than later. A determination on Jeff Wilson. Uh, and then a couple injuries to, uh, you know, one of the best wide receiving cores in football, uh, if not the best. Uh, Tyler Boyd, dislocated finger during his matchup, did not return. Again, that's something that now that it's been checked out, uh, he could get cleared. But obviously being a wide receiver, having a bad finger is going to be an issue, needless to say. And obviously Jamar Chase is still trying to get back to 100% from his previous injury. And T. Higgins might as well round out the uh, the triplets there. Uh, hamstring injury. I played one play and then came out. Did not return again. If you know, if one or the other guy is out, then technically that other guy would be the target share leader. You know, or, or you might even look to a Hayden Hurst at tight end if he's still active and and doing his thing. But uh, yeah, that's a couple couple big hits on Cincinnati Bengals wide receiving core, uh, and that could be a, even a downgrade for Joe Burrow. Unfortunately, going into the playoffs. Yeah, I think I think Hurst is still out too, like you said. And uh, yeah. if if either of these guys don't play, I mean, yeah, you could be looking at uh, you'd be looking at fifteen plus targets for Jamar Chase next week. Who knows? Oh, oh Samaj P. Ryan will get forty eight carries for <laughs> three hundred yards. Yeah, uh, a couple other wide receivers uh, going out with injury. Kendall Hinton had a hamstring injury. He left the game uh, as well. He's not really a, an option that I'm looking to start anywhere. If 
Cortland Sutton doesn't return next week, which I expect him to, but if he doesn't, Hinton could be one of those guys. That, I mean, I, I really don't want to go into the, a, a playoff matchup with Kendall Hinton in my lineup anywhere. So I'm he not can play spend quarterback all. too. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that that might be the position you're in uh, or there yeah. next week if uh, if Ripping goes down. Uh, Tyreek Hill also picked up an ankle injury. If you watched the the game last night against the Chargers, uh, looked like it was pretty early. He did play through it the entire game. Just got a little extra tape. They were constantly, you know, every time he was on the sideline, he was. Uh, you know, they were working on his ankle and just, you know, making sure everything was tight and the tape was good. Shouldn't be a problem. He did, like I said, he did finish the game. So I'm pretty sure it's just a pain management thing moving forward from here. He should be fine for their matchup against Buffalo on Saturday night. Another uh, another concussion protocol. Head injury to Corey Davis uh, during the uh, 20 to 12 loss to the Buffalo Bills. He got kind of need in the head, you know, during a completion uh, and, you know, for all the technology with the helmets, it does seem like, you know, some of this stuff does show up more. But again, it's a violent game. Corey Davis, he will be in concussion protocol. And just like we mentioned in previous guys, uh, again, he may not be a solid starter for some. He may be a, a quality flex for others, but you're probably going to have to look at him as probably not being startable this week, even if he does clear uh, protocol because they have a lot of weapons in that offense. But again, you're also looking at the quarterback position and if Mike White or somebody else plays. Yeah, exactly. Debo Samuel, he was actually carted off the field with an ankle injury. Yeah. This is actually better news than, you know, when I watched this game and saw the injury live and it looked bad. It looked like a knee. It looked like his knee got twisted around. And the fact yeah, it was that, nasty, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as it turns out, it was just his ankle, which was nice. But the fact that he was carted off you know, with tears in his eyes, I think, you know, players obviously are, they're not crying from, from pain in most instances. These guys are way tougher than that. Uh, I would be bawling like a baby, but these guys are a lot tougher. And uh, I think the tears came from him knowing that he's definitely going to miss some time. Right now, it looks like it's probably a high ankle sprain. More than likely, will missed next week's game versus the Seahawks, but you know, hopefully, not too much more after that. As much as you know, like I said before, the the Forty Nine ers scare me as an Eagles fan. I definitely enjoy watching the San Francisco Forty Nine ers offense with Debo out there, with McCaffrey, Kittle, and with Brock Purdy. I mean, they're moving the ball extremely well and put up what thirty five yesterday. So, really good game all around from the. 49ers offense. And then you our moving, last one. We'll go ahead. You moving to California, man? You sound like you're in love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd move to California. It's beautiful out there. Last one, we're going to hit Daniel Bellinger, New York Giants tight end. Again, probably not a big fantasy option, but did uh, leave the game, did not return with a rib injury. And uh, it, as of right now, seems like he'll be okay. It was Again, it was just uh, it was just something that he couldn't come back from in that particular game. And I don't really think it would have helped anyway. So there was no point in getting him hurt more. I think the giants were smart about that and just kept him out the rest of the game, but he should be okay uh, to play against Washington in week 15. That's going to do it for our news and injuries update. Uh, we're going to move on. Like we said, we're going to fly through and jump into our week 15 waiver wire picks. A lot of these guys you're going to hear. We have talked about previously last week, uh, the last couple weeks, because that's, kind of how it works. Uh, and with the injuries just discussed, these are guys that if you haven't already had a chance to, now's the time to get them off of the waiver wire and onto your roster. Weekly waiver wire. Uh, I'm going to go through the top three running backs that we have available. First up, Zonovan Knight. 
Bam Knight. To some others, it depends on what site you're on. He's been getting picked up quickly, uh, about 50%. He's rostered, so you may have a shot. He may have been dropped uh, you know, by, by some owner randomly to make a move, whatever. Played about half the snaps in Week 14, led the team in carries, and really kind of looks like he's that guy. Like, uh, you know, he's going to be a fixture for them. Obviously, Brees Hall being out, at least for this season. But for a guy to come on strong like that, I, I got to think they're going to get him involved. Michael Carter, everybody there uh, moving forward next year. James Robinson, they got a lot going on there at running back. Uh, another guy we're talking about is Cam Akers, who is, like we said, the de facto uh, RB1 and one of the biggest offensive weapons they have for the Los Angeles Rams. He's another one who is pretty much rostered in about half most leagues. Week 14, I, I kind of thought maybe he'd have a bigger game. I was close, but it, it didn't quite work out. Uh, but he had 12 carries for 42 yards and a touchdown in week 14. There is still some sharing going on in that backfield. And, and again, they're really just kind of going through the motions at this point. But he does have some pretty good matchups coming up down the stretch, which is something we'll talk about weeks 15 and 17, respectively. Green Bay Packers and the Los Angeles Chargers, two teams that are a little suspect against the running back position. So uh, maybe worthy of an RB2 or a flex if he's still available. Finally, Jarek McKinnon. You know, it's kind of up and down in that backfield, depending on the hot hands, things of that nature for Kansas City. But he's still available in about, you know, he's only about 37, 38% rostered. He had a pretty solid game yesterday, uh, to say the least. Six carries for 22 yards, uh, nine targets, seven catches, 122 yards, and two touchdowns. Basically, he's RB1 going into Monday Night Football uh, for Week 14, and the chances of him being usurped from that position is highly unlikely. Another guy with two solid matchups back-to-back weeks. Uh, next week, they have the Houston Texans, followed by the Seattle Seahawks. So again, Jared McKinnon, if he's available, get him on your roster for that playoff push, uh, and he may be out on your waiver wire right now. Go get him. Yeah, we've been talking about McKinnon for a few weeks now and, and Acres and Knight. So the fact that their roster percentages are rising is we know that people are catching up. So if you're listening to this, you know, get out there this week before your league mates go out and grab these guys. Even if you don't use them, if you've got roster spots, keep them away from from your opponents. You don't want any of these guys, you know, getting used against you and, and beating you in a playoff matchup. And, and for McKinnon, he's the RB1, but I need him to be the RB3 by the end of the week. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping he finishes right around three, right after sure. <laughs> Good. Yeah, it's legal in Jersey, folks. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all right, I'm going to hit a couple of wide receivers here. First, Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's 47% rostered. I don't understand why. This guy should be rostered in pretty much every league at this point. He's wide receiver 37 overall on the season. I mean, I'm looking at some of these roster percentages, and there's there's players out there that are injured that are not coming back this year. There's other players who, you know, haven't done anything who are more rostered than Donovan Peoples-Jones. This is a guy that I have been on for a while. The talent is there. The quarterback is starting to catch up. He led the team in targets this past week, and he's got four really good matchups throughout the rest of the playoffs. So uh, if Donovan Peoples-Jones is available in your league, you need to go out and get him right away. He is a guy that can absolutely be started in the right matchups, which, like I said, he's going to have good matchups moving forward. And Deshaun Watson is only going to get more and more, you know, back to what he was 
post holdout slash suspension. So, you know, I talked I talked before about him becoming the Will Fuller of this team. That's the kind of skill set that he has. And if you remember, Will Fuller was a league winner for people a few years ago when when him and Watson played in Houston. So definitely go out and get this guy. Absolutely, without a doubt, if he's available in your league, do not. He shouldn't be on your waiver wire after this week. Uh, Paris Campbell's another guy you can go out and pick up. He's only rostered in about 28% of leagues. He's still a usable flex option as long as Matt Ryan is at QB. And I think as long as, you know, like I said last week, as long as Jeff Saturday remains the head coach, which seems like that's going to be the case. He's doing a pretty good job. Matt Ryan's going to be the quarterback and Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman are going to be usable fantasy assets, especially this week. He's a really good spot start against Minnesota. We'll get into that uh, maybe a little bit later on in the week, but definitely a a good play and a, a good guy to have on your bench. One more wide receiver I'll go th- over and then I'll let Scott jump back in here. Darius Slayton is 38% rostered. I've been banging the drum for him as well. He had a pretty predictable stinker this week. I was, it was actually my sit of the week, which kind of saw this one coming. But he does have two good playoff matchups, week 15 and 16. Uh, week 15 against Washington, where he just put up double-digit fantasy points. And then week 16 versus Minnesota, who everybody puts up double-digit fantasy points against, it seems like. So... Uh, definitely go out if you're if you got some some injuries at wide receiver if you lost T Higgins or you know you got any doubt as far as you know your flex players Darius Slayton is definitely a guy who is a number one on his team and can very easily be slid into your flex position with no problem and and you should get good production out of him the, at least the next two weeks. Last couple of fellas we are going to talk about uh, again they're a little under the radar and not maybe heavily. Uh, rostered, but uh, again, probably worth maybe a look uh, as the playoffs near. Nico Collins of the Houston Texans. Yes, it's a Houston Texan. I understand they're not really a offensive juggernaut, but he basically is their wide receiver one. Uh, he did sit out week 14 with a foot injury. Uh, he's been a little banged up this year, but very productive and heavily targeted when healthy, uh, whether it's Davis Mills, when it was Kyle Allen, whatever happens down there again, he's really going to be that guy and they want to see what he is moving forward uh, as he's a young up and coming player on a team that might actually get a quarterback in the draft and suddenly start to build something down there in Houston. Uh, They gave Dallas a run for their money yesterday. So again, Nico Collins, he's only rostered, he's under 20%. uh, So again, he should be available. Might be a nice uh, stash peach on your bench. And again, injuries happen. You might even be forced to throw him in as a flex or a, a wide receiver too. Speaking of injuries, a guy that just returned from one, Jamison Williams of the Detroit Lions, young rookie. A lot of people probably had him stashed on IR slots, but he is available in uh, like about 12. It's only rostered in about 27%, so not even 30% of the leagues as he rostered. Caught his first NFL ball yesterday for a touchdown. So if that gives you maybe any, he only had two targets, but that team is starting to become a little bit of a thing in Detroit. Jared Goff looks like he's maybe finally really figured out how to play QB and has some guys around him with Amon Ross St. Brown. Jamison Williams should be available and worth putting on your bench. And if they do go for a playoff push in Detroit, he may not be in your lineup for a playoff push. And then finally, uh, wouldn't be waiver wire if we weren't talking about the slight drama that is Odell Beckham Jr. Some people might not really be interested in him. It doesn't look like he may sign during the regular season. Uh, might be somebody in the NFL's playoff push, like 
Okay, we talked about some injuries with the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, is he going to go play for Cincinnati? He's going to want to get paid. He's going to want the right situation. It sounds like it's one or two teams tops, Dallas or the Giants. So, again, both teams right now look to be in the playoffs as far as the NFL goes. The Giants a little less firm. Dallas looks pretty solid. ESPN has him winning the Super Bowl and being the best team in football. We won't even talk about that. But, yeah, Odell Beckham Jr., I, I mean, at this point, if you want to throw him on your roster, but it's not like you have to hold on to him. If there's a better option out there, some of the guys we named, go get him right now. Uh, even if you're backing up a defense or a kicker, if you're playing those kind of leagues because you just want to get those matchups set, it wouldn't be worth holding on to a guy like this. Yeah, we we talked about him leading up, you know, the, the past couple of weeks, but that was under the assumption that somebody was going to sign him. I think he visited some teams and teams didn't seem too interested in, in signing him. And then he had put something out on Twitter about only playing in the playoffs, something like that. I don't know if that was to save him at all from uh, embarrassment, but <laughs> uh, I, I don't think that uh, as far as the fantasy playoffs goes, which, you know, obviously happens during the regular season, I don't think he's going to be much of a factor during that time. So if you did take our advice and pick up Odell Beckham, you can probably safely drop him at this point. I mean, you can hold on to him too. I mean, it's completely up to you. If you do think he's going to sign, hold on to him. I, I am clearing him off my rosters that I have, which I think is only one, but uh, yeah, I'm not really at this point. If he plays, if he signs, he's not playing until week 16. Right. And then he, he's going to have to show me that he's got a good game, like one good game in him before I'm willing to start him. And then by that point, it's my fantasy championship. I just, I'm not really willing to, to risk that. If I've gotten to the fantasy championship without Beckham, I probably have a good enough roster to win it without him. So not really, you know, I would have needed him to sign like this past week in order for me to uh, really consider him on my fantasy rosters moving forward. So that's just how I feel about it personally. All right. Well, that does it for our running back and wide receiver waiver wire pickups. We do have playoff streamers for you today as well. A little, a little bonus heading into week 15. Some guys where, you know, like Scott and I talked about before the podcast, if you if you lost your quarterback or if you had been streaming quarterbacks or maybe you drafted a guy like Aaron Rodgers to be your quarterback and halfway through the season realized this guy is not going to get it done and you had to, you know, sort of stream from there. We kind of put a list of streaming options together for you at quarterback, tight end, and at defense. And we're just going to run through them kind of real quickly here and um, and just – give you a couple of the better matchups that they have moving forward and you make your decision from there. But if you are looking at trying to stick with one guy throughout the playoffs, because I do think it's a little bit more, uh, I don't, I won't say it's more difficult because there's less teams on the waiver wire, but I think the teams that are in it, the, the teams that are in your playoffs uh, are doing a lot more generally to pick guys up, to block you, to, you know, maybe grab some, some people off the waiver wire ahead of you. So the guys that we're going to give you today are guys that you can probably play throughout the playoffs, uh, or you could combine them together based off of their matchups and maybe get a good point total from uh, these streaming positions. So we'll start at the quarterback position. We had talked uh, a lot recently about Jimmy Garoppolo having really good schedule down the stretch. Of course, you know, then he goes out and gets himself hurt. And that leaves us with Brock Purdy, who honestly wasn't even going to mention in this section. But the way he played yesterday was impressive. The way he played in, you know, the remainder of that game in week 13 was impressive. And 
nothing changes. He still has talented players around him. Now it looks like Debo Samuel may miss some time, which probably doesn't help his, you know, fantasy outlook. But honestly, I don't think it matters. Like he seems like he is actually a good quarterback and uh, his matchups at the end of the season, he's got Seattle week 15, Washington week 16, and then the Las Vegas Raiders who are the second worst versus the quarterback position in the championship week. So if you make it to your championship with Brock Purdy, not a bad guy to uh, to get you there, Mr. Ravello. If you can win a championship with Mr. Ravello, you should. There should be something extra, like on your trophy or your belt, that that denotes uh, your your fantasy football expertise. Uh, another guy with some good matchups. Now I know you're probably a little weary to start this guy at this point, especially considering that uh, we just reported that he came out of the game with a concussion. But I want to throw it out there for you because there is a couple of good matchups and. He did actually have a good game before leaving uh, against the, the Kansas City Chiefs this week. Russell Wilson gets to go up against the Arizona Cardinals in Week 15. Has a, a little bit tougher game against the Rams in Week 16, but then gets those Chiefs again in Week 17 where you know the Broncos are going to have to score to keep up with the Chiefs. So, uh, again, Russell Wilson may not be a bad streaming option if you drafted him to be your QB1 this year and he let you down. I get it. I'm there with you. I've... I've one of my teams is just completely decimated because of Russell Wilson, but mm-hmm. it's not going to stop me from picking him up and playing him if he's the best option and he's got some good matchups moving forward. So uh, it's a possibility that he could be. We are going to talk about Matt Ryan. Yes, folks, Indianapolis Colts quarterback, Matt Ryan. He will definitely be available out there. I would think as a streaming option uh, finishes out pretty strong, as far as his matchups go to finish out the season, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, you got this week, the Los Angeles Chargers, the New York Giants, a little tricky uh, there at the end. But again, uh, to get you maybe over the hump for the sake of a week uh, right now, again, that's an option for you uh, in an offense that's coming off a bye week. So they may have you know a little bit of a game plan <laughs> uh, moving forward. Uh, Mike White, we did talk about. Again, got to keep an eye on the injury. Uh, If that rib thing is serious or affects his play, he may not have his mojo that he's had from time to time. Again, he had a tough game yesterday against Buffalo, but has some really solid, uh, what looks to be pretty much like season-long top 10 matchups. Detroit Lions, Jacksonville Jaguars, and Arizona Cardinals uh, over the last three weeks here uh, going into Week 17. And then finally, Mac Jones. Hasn't had a phenomenal season, but um, sandwiched around the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you're looking at the Las Vegas Raiders coming up this week in week 15. The Cincinnati matchup you might want to avoid, but keep them on your bench because then following week, he goes up against those Miami Dolphins who, uh, again, these are teams that are going to bleed points out to quarterbacks. Doesn't matter what happens in the real game, but if, if Mac Jones can put up 25 points a game in those two, uh, that could be a league winner for you folks if you need it. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I really like Mike White if he if he is healthy in this one uh, or comes back healthy for the end of the season. He's got really good matchups, and the Jets are at the point where they need to win as many games as they can to get into the playoffs. So they're going to be going hard in the paint during these games and trying to put up some points uh, against some of the really porous defenses. So uh, if Mike White is out there, he's my choice. You know, as far as uh, a streaming quarterback that you can basically pick up this week if he's available and would just plug him into your lineup for the rest of the postseason and not really worry too much again assuming health moving on to the tight end position there's a couple of tight ends here that again have some good matchups 
doesn't necessarily mean that we're suggesting that you pick up and play all these guys, but we do want to give you the information that you can go out there and make that choice for yourself. Trey McBride, the Arizona Cardinals tight end, they haven't played yet this week, so we're going to see how involved he is in the offense. Zach Ertz, obviously, being gone for the year. McBride has basically become the starting tight end for them, and he's got a couple of good matchups down the stretch. Denver in Week 15, which isn't great, but they haven't been you know, as good against the tight end as they have against a, a lot of the other positions. It's that the one weakness in their defense. The Tampa Bay Bucks and the Atlanta Falcons, who are both bottom 12 in points against the tight end position. So, again, if Trey McBride starts to become a little bit bigger part of this offense, he could be a sneaky pickup for your playoff run. We also have Tyler Conklin for the New York Jets. His playoff matchups are the Detroit Lions, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, again, three teams who are bottom 12 against the tight end position in fantasy football. And like we just talked about with Mike White, Jets are going to have to put some points on the board, uh, especially against Detroit. I mean, all these teams that they're playing, Detroit, Jacksonville, and Seattle, have all been pretty high-scoring teams, uh, some surprisingly, some maybe not so surprisingly. But, uh, you know, as good as the Jets' defense is gonna be, has been this year, I think their offense is going to have to step up if they want to win some games and make the playoffs. Moving on, two more tight ends to talk about. Big shot, Bob, Robert Tanyan of the Green Bay Packers. Um, you know, touchdown machine at times, but definitely the season that Aaron Rodgers has had, it's one of those deals where, you know, he's he's been a go-to. He's got a couple solid matchups, uh, one in particular um, in two weeks' time against the Miami Dolphins, uh, who are a, a bottom five team against the tight end position. That game has potential to be somewhat shootouty, um, you know, and, and definitely getting a guy like him involved wouldn't be a bad thing, to say the least. Does play the Rams this week, coming out of a bye, and then that Miami game, and then finishes out against the Minnesota Vikings, who are also a little leaky uh, against the tight end position. And that's a division game for Aaron Rodgers. And, and again, Green Bay is still kind of hovering around the concepts of, you know, a playoff spot. They can't win their division, but Right now, with, with the New York Giants and Washington Commanders hanging at the bottom of the wild card, you have Seattle, you have Detroit, you have Green Bay. And again, we talked about how all those uh, NFC South teams still have a chance based on their division. So these are guys we're looking at. Robert Tanyan with Green Bay is one of them. And our last tight end, Hunter Henry, uh, hasn't had quite the season he had last year with Mac Jones, but has come around a little bit. And I think defenses kind of go his way when you don't have a lot of offensive weapons, but he's got some juicy matchups down the stretch. This week against the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Cincinnati Bengals there in the middle who aren't terrible, but uh, are suspect against the tight end a little bit. Uh, and then against the Miami Dolphins again, who just really, we talked about, they don't like to play defense. They, they just try to outscore you. So again, with two out of three matchups being top 10 with Hunter Henry, Definitely worth that stream, uh, you know, in in the final week here of 15 to and 17. Week 16, you might be able to back off them. But again, these guys, even if we're, we're saying take a week off, doesn't mean drop them. We're talking about these matchups as a whole where now you might even want to cut some bait of people that just don't fit the, don't fit the mold, uh, that fifth running back that's never going to play for you. Hang on to some of these guys because, again, they can turn around and win you a week uh, when it means the most in your championship and in your playoffs. Yeah, that's a great point because like you said, you know, we, we had talked about preparing your roster for the playoffs and, you know, some of the things that you want to do, handcuffing your running backs, things like that, 
picking up extra defenses. If you are not set at tight end, which, you know, a lot of teams aren't, I would say probably half of the league. Now I don't know which half is going to make the playoffs, probably the half with the good tight ends. But uh, if you got other guys in, in your league or other girls in your league that are also streaming tight ends, you could go through and pick up Conklin and Robert Tunyon, for example. Now you've got Detroit week 15, Miami week 16, Seattle week 17, uh, you know, and, and you have three top five matchups versus the tight end position. So if you want to roster both of those players, I, I have more power to you. I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, I'm not huge on, on Robert Tunyon, but you know, again, with the matchup where it is and green Bay needing to win that game, you know, that they're going to pull out all the stops and, and try to score any way they can. So, and really all you need is a touchdown from your tight end to really make your week. So, uh, that's that's definitely doable for for Big Shot Bob. Yeah, Moving. one catch, one catch, five yards, <laughs> one touchdown. It's yeah. like, oh, cool. Thanks for double digits, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, lastly, we're going to move into defense. For there's a couple of them here. There's defense is a strange because so pretty much every defense can be considered under fifty percent roster, just depending on the week that you look at them. There are a few, you know, the really good ones like the Cowboys, the Bills that just people don't drop. So those ones, you know, kind of aren't available, but some of the ones that are available in leagues that are, you know, kind of picked up and dropped here and there that may be available in your league. First one is the Los Angeles Chargers. I know that uh, they haven't been a really good defense. They're actually one of the bottom scoring fantasy defenses uh, and actually one of the bottom regular, like real defenses in, in the NFL. But they have two really good matchups, week 16 and 17. They play against the Indianapolis Colts, who are the worst team against opposing defenses in fantasy football, and then the Rams, who are the second worst team versus opposing defenses. And you'd have to get through Tennessee uh, in week 15 if you picked up the Chargers. But honestly, they played a really good game against a really good Miami Dolphins offense last night. I think that the Chargers are starting to come around. And I think that they realize that they've got a shot to make the playoffs, but they really have to they really have to tighten things up on the defensive side of the ball if they want that to happen. Uh, another good defense out of the same division, the Kansas City Chiefs. They get Houston this week, 15, and then Seattle in week 16, which is a little bit tougher matchup. And then they get the Denver Broncos again, which they just finished with 15 fantasy points this past week against those Denver Broncos. So uh, two good matchups there. Those are actually two defense that I, I like pairing. Again, if you can pick both of them up this week, you're set for defense for the rest of your playoffs. You can play Kansas City, and then you can drop Kansas City after this week if you'd like. And then you've got the Chargers against, again, two of the worst fantasy offenses in the league, week 16 and 17. So I don't think that's a bad matchup there, a bad group to grab. All right. Philadelphia Eagles, uh, everybody knows they are one of the best defenses in the league. And and fantasy-wise, two out of three matchups being solid, one being on paper suspect, but we'll talk about that in a second. Philadelphia, you got the Chicago Bears, they have the New Orleans Saints, two of their last three matchups. Two teams that are basically bottom five, give or take, uh, against defense. And the Dallas Cowboys are in there that are one of the best because of the offense. I know some of that's a little inflated from that outburst against the Colts there the other week. But again, they've had a high power offense. And I mean, again, the Eagles themselves really have had, they've had one game where they were under five points. They've had multiple double digit games since their week seven by 32 sacks, six picks, five forced fumbles, and three of those were recovered. 
you know, again, those are the things on top of the regular points per game and, and everything else that, that really kind of get you uh, where you need to be. I mean, they're averaging under 20 points a game that they give up. They're giving up less than 300 yards a game. So, again, this is a team that if somehow if they're out there, <laughs> they shouldn't be. But if they're out there, that should be a priority waiver pickup. And I feel like you could probably start them with confidence for the rest of the season. And then finally, uh, Minnesota Vikings. They are sitting on a couple good matchups. You got the Indianapolis Colts this week who, after uh, you know, after things being what they were against Dallas, uh, that number is maybe a smidge inflated, but they're still really bad. They give up a lot of points to defenses. The Giants seem to be kind of fading a little bit. You know, it's a younger team, younger coaching staff, and, and we'll see how they go for their playoff push. But Minnesota, who has been pretty solid, uh, you know, they get the Giants there in week 16. And then finally, that week 17 matchup we talked about a, a few minutes ago with the Green Bay Packers, uh, who are about uh, 10th, 11th worst when it comes to, again, giving up points to defenses. You know, it happens through turnovers. It happens through keeping points low, keeping passing yards and, and overall yardage low and stuff like that. So Minnesota and Philadelphia, you know, again, Philly is probably rostered. I'd say you probably don't have a shot. Minnesota, you might. Uh, again, somebody may have dropped them, whatever they thought. This and that, the third, they, they dropped an extra defense that they had on their roster. Those are the ways some of these shake out. Definitely want to look to to pick those up if they're available in your league. Yeah, and one other honorable mention, which again, probably isn't, probably not available in your league, but the Tennessee Titans, uh, they get the Houston Texans in week 16. That's the week that Kansas City plays Seattle. But Kansas City has two really good matchups, week 15 and week 17. So if you compare Kansas City with Tennessee, it's also a really good pairing that I like if you can grab both of those defenses. Now, with the week that Kansas City just had, and they might be a little might be a little tough to grab them. But uh, if you have them, hold on to them. If you, uh, if you don't have them and they're available, definitely go ahead and, and pick them up because I think they're going to do extremely well. Kansas City is one of those teams that because they score, they force other teams to throw the ball, which is where you get a lot of your – points as far as you know fantasy points come from in, in the defense position because when teams are running the ball the time goes quicker it's very hard to get turnovers or are far less fumbles than there are interceptions you can't get sacks when teams aren't dropping back to pass so it's a little bit more difficult for teams to score defenses to score against teams that run the ball a lot and run very well but the beauty that the Kansas City Chiefs has is that even when they go up against teams that want to run the ball they look up and it's 21 nothing, and now all of a sudden they've had to abandon the run and throw the ball more often, and, and that's where Kansas City makes their money. So I, I do really like them going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that is going to do it for our streamers section. We are going to – we're going to sort of kind of hit that again, not not the same teams, but uh, we'll be looking at matchups again moving forward into next week. But we wanted to make sure that we gave you the entire playoff streamers, at least the, the players that you could be picking up now for the entire playoff run, because this is the week where you need to get them, you know, moving back into next week, we're going to just do regular streamers start sit, you know, during our start sit section. But uh, we wanted to make sure that we gave you some, some options to get out there and pick up off of your waiver wire. So your waiver should be clearing uh, either Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. We wanted to make sure that if you wanted to grab these guys because of those potential matchups, uh, we were able to give you that information now. So, Good luck. Hopefully you use it to your advantage and uh, and go on and take home a fantasy championship. That's the goal, right? Yeah. Win, yeah, I guess you win want at to least win. one of them. You want to win. <laughs> yeah. 
that makes me happy. If I can win one championship out of the what eight leagues that I have you know, that I'm playing in, uh, I'm 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 content with one championship. I mean, you know, we always like more, obviously, but can't get greedy, I guess. No, it gives you some satisfaction, definitely. Uh, you know, definitely fills you up there uh, at the end of the season, so you you know you don't despair and and want to want to jump off the cliff of fantasy football. No, <laughs> yeah, instead you win one, and now you want to get in five more leagues next year. Yeah, that's the other side of it. That's bad. <laughs> All right. Well, before we head out, we do want to thank Mickey's Pub in Tuckerton, New Jersey. If you're looking to go out and catch some NFL games, Mickey's is the place to do it. They have great food, drink specials, and all the NFL games you can handle. Mickey's Pub, 327 East Main Street in Tuckerton, New Jersey, where friends and family meet. Also, please click the little plus if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Click the subscribe if you are listening to us on YouTube. We do appreciate all of the Follows and subscriptions, it allows us to continue to do the podcast and continue to bring, hopefully, some championship information to you guys out there listening. Follow us on social media for more updates. We do tweet out some stuff, uh, you know, as far as, like, injuries and updates and things like that. We are at the 9 Route 1 and at Scott from Delco. You can also check out our website if you missed any episodes. They're all on there. Our website is www.the9routeffb.com. Or you can email the show with any questions, comments, concerns at the nine route FFB at gmail.com. Scott, you got anything else before we uh, before we head out of here for the night? No, folks. Uh, again, hopefully we gave you some tips and tricks that will help you win your league. We do this for fun, but we do this because we want to know that we did help. Again, Pat, I know you mentioned uh, somebody that you work with uh, that listens to our show and listens to the podcast, loyal member that we actually helped give some credible information to. And, and again, they said that that kind of helped get them over the hump and get them a championship. So, you know, you can listen to what we say. You could you could choose to go the opposite way and, and do that, you know, kind of backdoor way and say, these guys don't know what they're talking about. I'll take the <laughs> other side of it. But at the end of the day, no, again, we appreciate everybody out there listening. Uh, we hope that we can help you get deeper and deeper into your playoffs all the way to a championship win. And you could say that it happened in part due to uh, your help here from Pat and Scott at the Nine Route. So for Pat, I am Scott, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.